Hi, this is Justin Norman, pastor of Knobs Baptist Church. We'd like to welcome you to the Knobs Baptist Church broadcast. We thank you for joining us and we hope that you'll stay tuned for just a few moments as we have a special song and a message from God's Word. Take our hymn book, please, and turn to hymn number 335. Brethren, we have met to worship, and let's sing it to the Lord's glory as Brother Mark comes to lead us. Hymn number 335. I guess that means being there's don't have three or four songs that gives me another 30 40 minutes to preach amen, amen. that's right oh boy i see smiles all over the parking lot <laughs> amen i tell you it is it's an honor to be here tonight and i thank the lord for the opportunity and i, I appreciate uh the lord most of all and i appreciate him for putting uh putting us on uh, brother justin's heart and uh boy it is it's just a blessing to be down here and uh, I don't know about you, you might think it's a little cool, but it's just right for me. I'm used to that mountain weather, and so this cloudy, cooler weather uh, suits me. It's just it's, it's just a wonderful time to be here, and, um, you know, just to be able to come out and worship God, that's a blessing. Amen. 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 
uh, and to be able to. And I, I appreciate the opportunity to come. And uh, for those who, who don't know me, I, my name's Mark Wagg. I, I'm from up on the mountain in Allegheny County. I pastor Pine Fort Baptist Church over at Laurel Springs. Been over there about, about eight years now. And uh, God has, has blessed us, and we have a wonderful church family, and uh, God has is, is allowed us to be there, and we've, we've grown, and I hope the folk have grown, and uh, just grown closer to the Lord and closer to one another. And, and I, know, I know you love your pastor, uh, and Brother Justin, I've known Brother Justin for here for a few years and just come to love him and his dear family, and I know that you do, and uh, I pray that this week as we come together, I pray that God would use us Amen. to be a help and to be a blessing yes. and that we could grow grow closer to God together. Amen. Amen. Uh, there's a lot of separation in our country today and and a lot of churches, there's a lot of separation in a lot of churches. And God's people, uh, if we've ever needed to stick together, we need to get together That's now. Right. Amen. That's right. And pull for a common cause because hell is still real and Satan is still leading folk there. And we need to shine as bright lights uh, and warn people and through our lives and through our actions, our love, help others see the love of God and the love of Christ. And so I, I do. I appreciate the opportunity to come this week. And you pray for us. Uh, I didn't bring revival with me. If we get, uh, if we get revived, if we, if we get uh, a refreshing from the Lord, it's going to come from the Lord. Amen. And so uh, so Amen. I, I deserve your prayers. Uh, I'm going to be preaching tonight, bring a message that the Lord's put on our heart. And uh, want, if you have your Bibles, would like to turn with us. Uh, we'll be in the book of 1 Corinthians, 1 Corinthians chapter number 13. 1 Corinthians chapter number 13. And if you know a lot about the Bible or much about the Bible, you know that 1 Corinthians is what they call the love chapter, chapter on love. And uh, there's some things here tonight that uh, God has has put on our heart, and I, I want to share some of those things with you if I could, and I hope it'll be a, a help to you. And so I'm going to read the whole chapter. There's not many verses in that chapter, only 13 verses. And so I want to read the whole chapter and then just share some thoughts with you uh, that God has put on our heart. And so in 1 Corinthians chapter number 13, beginning in verse number 1, Paul's speaking here to the church at Corinth. And he said, Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels, and have not charity, I am become as sounding brass or a tinkling cymbal. And though I have the gift of prophecy, and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith, so that I could remove mountains, and have not charity, I am nothing. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned, and have not charity, it profiteth me nothing. Charity, which charity is love, he says, Charity suffereth long, and is kind. Charity envieth not. Charity vaunteth not itself, is not puffed up. Doth not behave itself unseemly, seeketh not her own, is not easily provoked, thinketh no evil. Rejoiceth not in iniquity, but rejoiceth in the truth. Beareth all things, believeth all things, hopeth all things, endureth all things. Charity never faileth. But whether there be prophecies, they shall fail. Whether there be tongues, they shall cease. Whether there be knowledge, 
it shall vanish away. For we know in part, and we prophesy in part, but when that which is perfect is come, then that which is in part shall be done away. When I was a child, I spake as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. And our text verse tonight says, For now we see through a glass darkly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, but then shall I know even as also I am known. And now abideth faith, hope, charity, these three, but the greatest of these is charity. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for the opportunity to be here tonight, and we thank you for each one that's here. And Lord, I thank you, Lord, for allowing us, Lord, to be able to come and just to stand before your people. And I pray, God, that you would just help us, Lord, to lift you up. God, I pray that we would look to you. Lord, I pray that you would open our hearts and our minds, and I pray, God, that you would help us, Lord, draw us up close to you. Lord, you know every need here tonight. You know everyone. You know every struggle. You know every hardship. Lord, you know every sin. You know every shortcoming in every one of our lives. And I pray, God, tonight that you would help us, Lord, to draw close to you. And, Lord, I pray that you would help us to see your love, your mercy, and your grace. And lead, guide, and direct in everything that we say and do. And we'll thank you for all that's accomplished. For it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 As I said, Paul here, as he's writing, he's writing, he's talking about love. This is the love chapter. And, you know, I thought a lot about that. And I thought about uh, what love really is and what true love is. Uh, here, you know, Paul's talking in, in the text verse that we read there. He said, for now we see through a glass darkly. Uh, we, you've heard preached over through the years over and over that we're living in dark days and dark times. And, and when we and, and Paul here talking about love, um, most of this world, most people in this world don't really know what real love is. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Most people's idea of love, this world's idea of love, is fleshly and lustful and 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 it's self-serving. Uh, but the love here that Paul's talking about, and and the love that uh, Paul's talking about on over in First John chapter four, is talking about the love of God. He said, "God is love." And the love that he's talking about is not the fleshly love or the lustly love, but it's the agape love. Yeah. It's the love that's unconditional. It's the love that's full of mercy. And that's the kind of love that God has for us. That's the kind of love that God had for me. Yeah. Amen? And that's the kind of love that, that I come to know that God loved me no matter what. And I, I'm thankful that when I got saved, I didn't have to earn it. There wasn't nothing Amen. I could do to earn it. God loved me. The Bible says, and the greatest, you know, the, the verse that more people in this world knows, in this country knows than anything else is John 3, 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. It wasn't the kind of love that anybody could ever earn the love of God, but it was the agape love, the unconditional love, the love with mercy. And that's the kind of love that Paul is talking about here. And that's the kind of love that, that he's talking about that we need as church folk, as Christian folk, that we need one for another. Yeah. That's the kind of love that we can have and share. And that's the kind of love that when we share that love, that agape love, it's the love that people can see God and see the mercy and the grace of God. I, I, I have to work on this all the time. I mean, God has to work on my heart. He has to work on my heart every day. Some people, you know, some people's hard to love. 
Some people, it's hard to, to have grace upon some people. Uh, you know, maybe that's because I'm a Baptist. I don't know, but 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 it is. Sometimes it's hard to love people. But you know, when I get when I get in a place where it's hard for me to love somebody, when I get in a place where that I just can't seem to have mercy on, I look in the mirror and I see where God loved me. Amen. And I see where that He had mercy on me, and it changes my heart. And I, but you know, uh, here He's talking about uh, that we see through a glass darkly. There's a lot of things and, and, and that I don't understand about God. There's a lot of things I don't understand about life. We are full of questions. I mean, I, I don't know about you, but uh, I, I question a lot of things, why things happen and the things that's happened and, 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 and understanding and the understanding of the Word of God. You know, even the Jews, even the Jews talking about seeing through a glass darkly, uh, seeing through a glass, that, that is sort of like looking the house that, I, that we live in. We live in an old house. Uh, the house we live in was built in, in, in 1865, so it's an old house. And, and there's still some windows in that house that still have the old glass. And you look in that glass, and you, uh, you can't look in it and be able to see really what's outside. You can see light, but you can't see what's on the outside. You, you look, and you, if you don't watch, you'll get dizzy just looking at it because it's wavy, and, and you can't see what's on the other side. That's what I think about when I see what Paul says here. We see through a glass darkly. There's a lot of things about life that we see that we don't understand. There's a lot of things. The Jews, you know, the Jews, they, they saw through a glass darkly when they was looking for Jesus, and they're still yeah. looking for Jesus to come. Yeah. Jesus came. He, it was foretold in, uh, all through the Old Testament that the Lamb of God was coming, and Isaiah talked about him coming and, and about how that he would be as a lamb before uh, his shearers and, 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 and that he would give his life. And, and here Jesus comes on the scene, and, and, and the, the Jews, they, couldn't, they didn't see. They didn't believe it. They didn't believe it was him. They was looking through a glass darkly. They thought when Jesus came that he would set up his kingdom, his earthly kingdom, and he would rule and he would, he would set things right. And that's what they was looking for. And you know something, by the way? He's going to do that. Yeah. Because right. that's prophesied that he's going to do it. Amen. But they didn't understand because he didn't come and do it right then. They was looking through a glass darkly. I, I, I read a story one time to, about a man and a woman who was sitting in a restaurant. They was older folk, and, and they went in, and they sat down, and they went over in the corner, and as they were sitting there talking, uh, the man looked around, and he looked over, and he said, Honey, he said, look, look over there. He said, You see that? Look at them old people over there. He said, One day, that's going to be me and you. And his wife said, Darling, that's a mirror you're looking at over there. That is me and you. See, he didn't understand. He couldn't see. It was it was something that he just couldn't he couldn't recognize what it was. That's the way life is a lot of times with us. We don't we don't understand. When circumstances happen and circumstances come, and I thought about that. I, I love the song that the McCamies sing. I listen to it quite often, especially when I get down the dumps and I don't understand. But I pull up that song that the McCamies sing, the shepherd's point of view. And I don't know if it'll ever happen that way. I don't know that if the Lord will ever take us and, and take us up on that mountain and let us look back over life and see the things that we didn't understand and we see it from His point of view and we'll understand better. You know, I don't know if God will ever do that. I don't know when I get to heaven if the Lord will ever, things that I question in this life and things that I don't understand in this life, if, if He'll ever let me question Him, I'm sure that if I had it on my mind, He'd have an answer for it. Amen? Yeah. But you know something? If the Lord come in the circumstances of your life and the things that's happened in your past 
and the things that's happened and you don't understand and you can't figure out why they happened the way they did and the Lord come and he, and he told you why you're carnal and you couldn't understand it anyway. That's right. You know? Yeah. So I mean, it, it, but we gotta, we gotta believe, we gotta trust and realize that if we're a child of God, He knew what was coming before it ever got there. Yeah. And he knew why circumstances turned out the way they did. I think of Joseph in the Old Testament. I think of Joseph when he was cast into the pit and, 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 and by his brethren and he was sold into slavery. He probably didn't understand how God was going to work through that. Lord, yeah. you know, the dream that he had, he was going to be, his brethren and his parents were going to bow down before him and, and here he is in a pit. How, how's God going to work through that? And he ended up down at, at Potiphar's house, or ended up down at, uh, at at Potiphar's house. And he went down there, and as he was and he was sold in there, and he ended up in prison because of Potiphar's wife. Yeah. Can you no doubt? He said, "Lord, how in the world are you going to work through this? How how is this going to how is this going to work out for, for for me? I mean, well, you said that I that I was going to be that they was going to be looking up to me. How are they going to look up to me? He didn't understand." He didn't realize. Joseph didn't realize. Go to the book of Job and think about Job. The Bible said Job was, he was the richest man in the east of Eden and, 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 and he, he followed God. He was a perfect, upright man. He followed. But then the day came, the day came when he lost everything that he had. Yeah. And he lost his children. And he lost his health. Do you ever think that Job probably, as it goes through in the book of Job, you study the book of Job, how many times that Job thought to himself, God, what are you doing? Why is this happening? I don't understand. I, I, I can't figure this out, God. I, can't, I don't understand it. And then the Lord sent him some friends. And his friends came and they sat with him. And the Bible says that they sat with him for seven days and they never said a word. In that sense, they were some wise friends. Amen? Because there's sometimes, they, you know, there's sometimes we, there's just nothing we can't say. As a pastor, I, I, I know, Brother Justin, you've probably been there before. I, I've been there many times. You go to a place and, you, and, you, and, you, and, and people are suffering and people are hurting and, and, and you don't know what to say. You probably think as you're going to the hospital or you're going to the funeral home or you're going to their house, you're saying to yourself, Lord, what, give me the words to say. What do I say? Sometimes there is no words. Sometimes there is no words. We don't know. We don't understand. That's the way his friends was. And then when they did start speaking, they still saw through a glass darkly. Yeah. Amen? Yeah. They said, Job, you, it's sin. It's got to be some sin you caused. Job said, miserable friends. Miserable friends you are. Amen. Miserable comforters. They didn't understand. Job didn't understand. Why should we understand everything that happens in our lives? There are a lot of things that come in our lives. But we've got to realize that if we're a child of God, we may not understand. For now we see through a glass darkly. But then, face to face. But then. There'll be a day. There'll be a day. But for now, you must deal with the now mindset. Ecclesiastes said, for everything there is a season. Amen? There's a time to sow, a time to reap. It says there's a time to be born and a time to die. We don't understand how those things come and when those things come. And thankfully, we don't go through those seasons alone. As a child of God, we realize that no matter where we go, when Jesus said, I'll never leave you and I'll never forsake you, yes. when you are in a time and a place in your life and you don't understand what's going on, 
the only hope you have and the only help you're going to have is knowing that Jesus made the promise, I'll never leave you, I'll never forsake you. Some of you, no doubt, have been in those places when you didn't know where to turn. You didn't know what you was going to do. The only place you knew to go was to fall on your knees before the Lord. And as you fell on your face before God and you started praying, you started crying out to God, God in His love, amen, and His agape love, reached down and comforted your heart and brought you through those times. And you look back and you still don't understand. You know, there's times when the call comes in the middle of the night, we don't understand. There's times we go to the cemetery, we go to the funeral home, and we don't understand why. We don't understand why it happened how it did. We don't understand why it happened when it did. Amen. Yeah. But I'm glad, thank God, that those things are just temporary. He said, for now, we see through a glass darkly, but then face to face. I'm glad that those glass darkly times don't last forever. Amen. Amen. We can take comfort in knowing that. Job, his glass darkly times didn't last forever. Joseph, his glass darkly times didn't last forever. Amen. Both of those people had for now moments. For now we see through a glass darkly but then face to face. Sometimes, I don't know about you, but sometimes God may give us some glass darkly moments to get our attention. Yeah. God has given me some glass darkly times to get my attention. Amen? Yeah. To, to, when, I was, when I was walking away from His will and I was getting out of His will, He sent some things. Sometimes God sends those glass darkly times as a test. As a test. To let us see to let us see just how strong we are in the Lord. Have you ever told the Lord that you love Him with all your heart, that you serve Him every day? If He would just help you through a circumstance or through a trial in your life, that you'd follow Him faithfully every day for the rest of your life, and you come on down the road and temptation knocks, or circumstances come up, and your love for Him is forgotten, and your faithfulness to Him is forgotten, sometimes... We have to see through a glass darkly for going our own way. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's for a test. In my life, and my wife and I, I was talking, my wife asked me tonight and was coming down here. She said, where, where are you going to preach? What book are you going to preach from? And I told her. And I told her I was going to preach on a, a glass darkly. Our, 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 something that we don't understand. Circumstances we don't understand. And you know, in my life, I can look back and, and, and I can see times in my life when circumstances was there that I didn't understand. Growing up as a child, growing up as a little boy, when I was probably five, about five years old, I remember the time when I was playing in the creek there at the house and, and my mom come up on the bridge and she stepped out and walked over on the bridge and she said, Mark, I've got to, I've got to go. And she said, I'll see you later. Well, I, my dad was over on the farm working and I said, okay, I, I'll see you. My mom walked away, got in a vehicle, and I never saw her for years and years and years. I grew up without a mom in my life. I didn't understand. I thought she left because she didn't love me. I didn't know the circumstances. 
That had nothing to do with it, by the way. But I didn't understand. I was just a kid. And it was a glass darkly time for me. And I couldn't understand why she left. And growing up without a mom. And growing up, hey, and growing up and going to going to heaven and, and wearing clothes that even Goodwill wouldn't take. Amen. I mean, had clothes that, that they wouldn't they wouldn't even take it to resell it. By the way, speaking of Goodwill, I, I go to Goodwill all the time. Amen. You know why? Because going through those times, I didn't understand why, but it made me it made me a, a different person from who I might have been. It made me appreciate the things of God and how good God's been to me. It brought me, it, it, and, and let me tell you something, when you're going through those times in your life and you don't understand, when you're going through those circumstances and you don't understand, you wonder where God is and you wonder why God allows those things to come in your life. How you handle those things and how you allow those things to go through your life is going to determine what kind of Christian you're going to be and what kind of person you're going to become. You can become angry and bitter. You can come, become broken and depressed. And you can, you can take those things and carry them things all through your life. And you'll never be able to be a blessing to anybody else. Looking back and looking at those things that happened in my life, it wasn't think that God, did God want me to grow up like that? No, but He allowed those things to come in my life, those circumstances. And through the years and through the time, I, when I got saved and I look back on those things and I see those things, I say, thank God. Thank God for allowing, for allowing me to grow up the way that I grew up. You say, man, you're crazy. You're crazy. Can I tell you something? By growing up the way that I grew up, it gave me compassion. Yeah. It gave me compassion for others, brother. There are people that have come in our church. There are people that have come in, and I've heard other people say, I don't know if we really need people like that. Hey, Jesus came to seek and to save that which was lost. That's right. And you know something? I've come to find out, I don't know about you, but I've come to find out that some of those folk who, who are not worth anything to the world is worth a whole lot to God. Amen. And they love right. God. And when He comes and He saves them, they know where they come from and they know where that they should be and where that they should have ended up. But by the mercy and the grace of God, they're a child of God. Amen. And they serve Him, and they love Him, and they tell others about Him. They have a testimony that they'll share with anybody. Those glass darkly times have made them who they are. There's not one doubt in my mind, me growing up, me growing up without a mom, and having to grow up and see my friends who had moms, and, and, and how I longed for a mom. That no doubt through the years has saved my marriage more than once. Because there were times, hey, my wife and I, we've been married 38 years. And, I, you know, I, I, I say, boy, that's a long time. That's about all my life. But I look back and I see and I see the struggles that we had. We've had struggles in our marriage. We've had struggles in our family. And there's been a lot of times that I felt like walking away. And I'm sure there's, she's probably in her amen and saying, you think you wanted to walk away. <laughs> there's no doubt been a lot of times she wanted to walk away. But me knowing what it was like to grow up without a mom, give me a desire and made me want that much harder to work on my marriage so my kids wouldn't have to grow up without a mom and a daddy. You see, those glass darkly times that when I was a kid I couldn't understand and it didn't seem to have any use or reason that God wouldn't have any reason to allow me to see that or experience that. God has used those things to make me who I am. Amen. To give me compassion 
To make me to make me not think that I'm better than somebody else. To not think that I had to wear the best and have the best. Amen? To be satisfied with the simple things. I'm just a simple person. I'm just a simple person. I like simple things. And I like simple people. Amen? And I'm glad God likes simple people too. I'm glad he made salvation simple. Amen. You know, that's still, that's still, that's something that I look at and that's a glass darkly thing to me. I can't understand why the, the God of heaven, the King of glory, why he would want to come and, and give his life's blood so that he could redeem somebody like me. I can't understand it. I'll never understand it. I mean, that's the truth. I'll never understand why God would love somebody like me. Why he would could leave heaven. Leave heaven and come and suffer and die and take my place. That's a glass darkly thing. Amen? Yes, I can't, it's a glass darkly thing for me to look at heaven. And you know, God put just a few things about heaven. He put a whole lot more about hell than he did about heaven. Jesus preached a whole lot more on hell than he did heaven. Amen. But you know something? We can't understand what heaven's going to be like. I mean, I, I know there's a lot of prophecy people and a lot of prophecy preachers, and but the Bible don't give a whole lot of stuff about heaven. You know why? Because if he did, we couldn't understand it anyway. Heaven is a glass darkly thing. For now... I see heaven as a, just, just a little bit milky. It's a little bit. I can, I can just try to imagine how wonderful it's going to be. But then, but then, when I get there, Amen. <laughs> when I get there, praise God, I'll know it all. I'll see it all. Amen. I'll understand it all. For now, for now, I see through a glass darkly. For now, I, I see salvation through a glass darkly. It's going to take a glorified mind to understand why God would love somebody like us. Amen. Amen. But with these things, God has everything. Just we, we need to realize that as we look through our life, we look through the circumstances, we look through our past, and we look, you may be here tonight, and there may be circumstances in your life right now, and you don't understand why. Can I tell you something? I don't understand COVID. If you know all about COVID, would you just, I'll just turn the service over to you. Would you come up here and just tell us I don't understand it. You know, the brother and I were talking just a little bit ago. He's talking, he's talking about the shot. Do you, you, do you take the shot or do you not take the shot? Do you wear a mask? Do you not wear a mask? If you're vaccinated, are you going to pass it on somebody else? Or are you, can you go out and, and not pass it to somebody else? I don't know. I don't know. But you know something? When I don't know something and I don't understand something, I'm just going to have to trust God. I'm just going to have to trust the Lord. This COVID caught you and I by surprise, but it didn't catch God by surprise. Amen. That's right. It didn't catch Him by surprise. We don't understand it. For now, we see through a glass darkly. We might see down the road. We might get the chance to look back and see the real thing, what it is. But it really ain't going to matter whether we do or not. God, we're going to have to depend on God right now. Yeah. If He brings us through this, we're going to look back and we, we may see and understand some of those things. We may not understand that, but we can. We get through the other side. We can say one Amen. thing. Thank you, Lord, that you brought me through. Yes. 
Thank you, Lord, that you brought me through. You may be going through other circumstances. There may be circumstances. There, there are folk. I mean, I, I've got, we got friends right now. There's a lady and her husband that, that we've known. I pastored them 20 years ago. Uh, they were just like my kids. I mean, I love them. They are, we, I just, they're just like my children. And they're having marital problems. And it is terrible. It is terrible. And she called my wife and she calls me and she is so broken and she's so hurt and she don't understand. She can't figure it out. To be honest, I can't figure it out. I don't know. But all we can do, all she can do, is trust God. Trust God. For now we see through a glass darkly. I don't know the circumstances you're facing. You may be facing some of those glass darkly times right now in your life. You may be facing those things. The preacher may not have the answer. The doctor may not have the answer. Nobody may have the answer. But God knows. And we're going to have to trust Him through those times. Amen. We're going to have to trust Him. He said, for now we see through a glass darkly. But then face to face. Can I tell you something? I hope this will help you tonight. If nothing else that I've said helps you, I hope this helps you. It does not matter the circumstance. It does not matter the glass darkly thing that you may be facing, whether it's COVID or whether it's health or whether it's relationship or whether it's uh, financial, whatever the situation may be. You may not be able to understand. It may not be. Can I tell you something? It's not going to last forever. That's right. <laughs> Did you just Amen. reach out and wave say, thank God it ain't going to... My circumstance ain't going to last forever. Yes, sir. These Amen. things I don't understand ain't going to last forever. Yeah. Thank God. Amen. For now we look through a glass darkly, but then face to face. There may be things that we can't see clearly now. Down the road we may be able to see it. We may be able to understand it. Some things we'll probably never understand. I know in my life there's some circumstances, some things that I think on, and I thought about it when I was thinking about this and reading this and studying this. There's some things in my life that's happened that I'll probably never know the answer. But you know something? It's okay. It's okay. God's brought me through. God brought me through. His grace. You remember the thorn that Paul had in the flesh, and he said, Lord, please take it away. Please get it out. The Lord didn't do it. The Lord didn't do it. But you know what he told Paul, don't you? You know that. My grace is sufficient. My grace is sufficient. If God don't bring those things and change those circumstances in my life, He'll be with me and His grace is sufficient. Amen? Just know that God has our best interest in mind. If you're a child of God tonight, he has your best interest in mind. We may not, and I said, like I said, if he came down tonight and he explained to you why things happened the way they did, you and your carnal mind would still not be able to understand or you probably wouldn't accept his answer. Amen? Just trust him. Just trust him. And the sun will shine again. One day the sun will shine again. It did in Joseph's life. It did in Job's life. <laughs> you know, Jesus Jesus, no doubt faced some darkly times in his life, some glass darkly times. Amen. When he was walking through the darkness. He went to the, he went to the disciples. He said, he said, pray. If they was in the garden against him, he said, pray. 
And he come back in just a little bit, and they was asleep. And he said, can't you pray just one hour? Can't you just about one hour? And he went, and he prayed again, he came back, and they was asleep again. Do you remember what he said? Just sleep on. Just sleep on. Just trust him. Just trust him. For all these hurts and these disappointments in this life are just temporary. They're just temporary. But then, face to face, whose face do you think he's talking about? We see through a glass darkly, but then, face to face. When we close our eyes on this side of life, yes, sir. and we open our eyes in the presence of our Lord, I dare say that there'll probably be anything that I'll ever go and say, Lord, can I ask you about why this happened back down there on earth? Because the glory is going to be so great and the joy and the peace. Do you remember the peace? I've got to quit. I, 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 I really wasn't serious when I said I preached an extra 30 minutes. You, do you remember the peace that overcome you when you got saved? Do you remember, do you remember, do you remember the feeling of being clean and, and, and being forgiven? Do you remember that? Hey, Dan, I mean, there's nothing like it, was there? There's nothing. You've never experienced anything like that since. The closest thing is, as a pastor, the closest thing that I can, can think of and ever come to, come to know uh, uh, of the joy and the peace that comes to my heart when I got saved is seeing somebody else come to know the Lord. Yeah. But can you imagine... We, there we was, and we trusted him by faith because we didn't see him. He came. We say, Jesus came and he found me. We didn't see him walking down the road. We didn't see him coming down the aisle. We didn't see him standing behind the pulpit. But we felt his presence through the Holy Spirit. We felt his presence, and he was real. Yeah. I don't know about you, but when I got saved, I got saved. Amen. I got salvation. I got born again. Yeah. Amen. I didn't get religion. I didn't turn over a new leaf. Praise God, I got saved. Amen. And it's something that I'll never forget. It's something I've never experienced anything like it because it's the greatest thing that's ever happened to me. And I can't imagine what it's going to be like when I do close my eyes on this side and I open my eyes on the other side and see the one who mm. came and bled and died for me. Amen. For now we see through a glass darkly, but then face to face. For now we understand in part, but then we'll understand it all. We'll understand it better by and by. Amen. I remember singing that song. You used to sing that song a lot. We'll understand it better by and by. Can I tell you something? Heaven's going to be worth it all. Yes, sir. Heaven's going to be worth it all. Every mile, every trial, heaven's going to be worth it all. And only because he loved me am I going to get to experience that. And those glass darkly times in my life, I try to put those things behind. I try not to think about them much because I can't do anything about them. Those things are in the past. Paul talks about those things. Those things which are behind. He, he tried to leave those things behind because I can't do nothing about it. You know, I can't do nothing about it. 
But I can say one thing. All those glass darkly times that's behind me, Jesus has brought me to where I am now. And I want to keep my eyes on Him. And I want to follow Him because I know He has my best interest in mind. Amen. Maybe you're going through some glass darkly times tonight. You know, I thought about that coming down the road and standing inside a church or sitting inside a church building. Sometimes it's hard to get up and come to the altar, especially when there's things that's just overbearing to us. But you know something? Here we are tonight. We're sitting out here, or you're sitting out here, uh, out in your vehicle. And I, 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 my heart's desire, my prayer is that God has come and he has spoke to your heart. Through some of the glass darkly times that I've mentioned, I know there's times, there's things that you've probably faced that's a whole lot worse than anything I've ever faced. But you know something? God knew those things was coming. Yes, sir. And He's been with you through those things. He's brought you through those things. You say, Preacher, you don't know. I do know. You're here, ain't you? He brought you through those things. Amen. And if you'll allow Him, instead of those things making you a bitter person, those things can make you a better person. And as we're sitting here tonight, we're sitting in our vehicles, as we're getting ready to close and as we're getting ready to pray, it's the greatest opportunity when it's fresh on our mind to do business with God. Amen. And so if there's things on your heart tonight, if there's things that you've been struggling with tonight, if there's circumstances in your life that you just don't understand and, and you've, been, you've, been, you've been having to deal with those things, you've been struggling with those things, can I tell you something? There ain't no better time than right now to give them to the Lord. The Lord's brought you this far. And He ain't brought you this far just to up and leave you. He ain't brought you this far just to up and forsake you. But you remember the promise that He made. I'll go with you all the way. Even to the end of the world. You may think that you're at the bottom. That you're at the end of the world. He said He'd still be there. Amen. He said He'd still be there. As we pray tonight, wouldn't you, wouldn't you just, as you bow your head, wouldn't you just pray and, and, and make it a personal prayer. Ask God if He would to help you in your circumstance. He might, you might be praying. You might have prayed that prayer time after time after time. God just help me to understand. You know something? It may not be meant for you to understand. But when you pray tonight, you need to pray, God, whatever your will is for my life and whatever your will is for the circumstances that I'm facing, Lord, I pray that you'll go with me through it yes. and you'll take me through it. I've heard preachers say before, and it's a good saying, the Lord won't bring you to it unless he'll bring you through it. So whatever he's allowed in your life, don't let it make you be bitter toward God. You may not understand, but he can take those things and he can make you a better person. Be able to, be able to talk to other people who's going through some of the same circumstances and help them and encourage them. God will use those things for our good and for His glory. Let's pray tonight. Heavenly Father, we thank You, Lord, for the opportunity to come and, Lord, for these dear people that are here. Lord, we thank You for Your presence that we can feel.